Welcome back, everyone, to Arc 3 of the Aurora Campaign, Call of the Neverbright, where we bring it to you fresh and fast. A story away from Aurora and away from the Keepers of Carthwood as we explore even deeper the lore of our world, the humble beginnings of the Keepers Guild, and the dark mysteries of the Neverbright. We are Everything's a Mimic, and this is our D&D 5e actual play. My name is Nick, bringing it to you fresh and fast, and I'm the dungeon master of this campaign, fresh and fast. And as always, I'm joined by my good friends and players, fresh and fast. Well, you really pulled that out of the oven. Uh, my name is Cody Rasmus, and I play Celeste. <laughs> my name is fresh Ryan and fast. B. Not my given name. There's more to it on the birth certificate, but we'll leave it at Ryan B for now. And I play Caspis, Atrician. My name's Ryan D. I play Arcos Aloro. My chair fucking stinks, dude. It's so bad. <laughs> Why is your chair stinking? Is it really is that smell? your chair? Dude, it's so bad. Is Why, it really? Why? Dude, what? horrible. What's it smell like? Girl I, farts. Girl it, farts. Yeah, it smells bad. Is there a girl farting in your chair? My wife came by earlier today. She sat in that chair and just farted for uh, like three uh, minutes. I was uh, not going to name names. She had to leave because she might have shit herself. She had to clean up the shit from it her definitely, pants. It definitely <laughs> smells like it. I no. get it. Uh, I'm Andy. I uh, play Ignatius Black. And your chair doesn't stink. It as far, I mean, I might be picking up some residuals from the Ryan's chair over there. So, mm-hmm. Dude, it's fucking horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's got an aura of stank about it now. I like the bit. I feel like it's a bit, but I can't tell if you're just joking around or not. It's a bit. Okay. <laughs> it is a bit. <laughs> it, it, it would be funny if you were not joking, though. And we were just like, my chair, fucking chair <laughs> smells. It smells like shit. <laughs> so mad. Okay. All right. Well, uh, can you put on some banter yeah, music? Yeah, yeah, sorry. It's just this fucking chair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just this goddamn chair. This goddamn eyes. Allergic to chemicals and filthy towels. <laughs> All right. Well, it is still January, and uh, still, still, we've uh, we've had some important milestones this month, and uh, uh, one of them we all couldn't be here for, and that's Cody's birthday oh. last weekend. Yeah. Last weekend, it just yeah, happened to weekend. fall on the weekend we don't record, and I know it's hard to get everybody together, but we're here now, and I want to say happy birthday to you. Oh, thanks. Happy birthday. Happy thanks. birthday. Thanks. And, and not only do I want to say happy birthday to you, it kind of sucks because you just had oral surgery yesterday. How was that, by the way? Do you remember anything? No. <laughs> I picked up Cody from his appointment, and uh, I remember when I walked in, I was like, uh, I was like, How my, how's my sweet baby boy doing? And Cody looks at me. He's like, that's my dad. <laughs> to the lady. She's like, she laughed. And then, uh, and then he looks, he looks at me. It was so funny. Cause he, he's like just fresh, hot, freshly high out yeah. of this thing. And he's like, I don't even need my glasses anymore. I can see you without them. <laughs> and I'm like, you're wearing them. You're wearing, they're on your face right yeah. now. I don't remember this <laughs> at all. Yeah. You were like, you were basically talking about how you didn't need glasses anymore. You were good. And I'm like, this is a, this is an or- like an oral surgery. The dentist and you're is wearing like the cleaning glasses. the instruments, but they're like, "Yeah, we went ahead and took care of your eyes while we were in there." <laughs> you know? Yeah, they're like right next to each other. Man, I need to go to the dentist more often. It was fun. That was a fun time. I always like picking up people after they get out of shit like that. It must be fun. Yeah. I got picked up one time, and it was my friend, and he walked in, and the first thing I remember him was being like, "Dude, you look stupid as hell." 
<laughs> and uh, the reason being was because I had just gotten all of my wisdom teeth taken out, and my face was jacked up. Nice. You did all four at the same time? Indeed, that's, that's how they did me. How'd that Yikes. go? Um, I looked like Quagmire from Family Guy, <laughs> and then they gave me uh, like a week's worth of hydrocodone, so it was actually uh-huh. the best week of my life, oh, and I yeah. will never, ever take prescription pain medication unless but it's like But still absolute, accept them. Yeah. Still accept them and then give them to the people that want them. Well, no, I mean, like, I'll take them for the prescribed period of time, but like a lot of people are a little fast, loose, and easy. with like, oh, you know, save a few. He's like, no, that's, that, that's a dangerous game to play you can I, I could tell i was like i am so happy right now yeah. <laughs> it could not go past this point <laughs> i would be uh i'd be a homeless crazy guy for the two months it took me to starve to death that's how it happens man yeah they gave me a whole bunch of hydrocodone i took two last night and puffed a little weed and i was uh i was in a I was in a different climate. Why would you even need to smoke after I taking just, those? I just wanted to see what it would do, and uh, just it, just, it. it just enhanced everything. Yeah. I just wanted it. <laughs> well, hold on one second. You guys keep riffing. Keep riffing. Keep riffing. What's the banter? Bantar. Uh, Keith Benatar. Who's that? That was... Uh, Relation to Pat Benatar. Yes. I yep. Pat Benatar and Keith Richards... Uh, illegitimate bastard child. Oh, yeah. Did he have wings? Uh, one, one. Is that you can't. That's not his penis. No, no. They clipped that. Oh, yeah. You know what I think would be fun is if we all uh, got Lethal Company. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> got I'm lethal down. Injection. I'm down lethal for Lethal suit. Company. I did get Baldur's Gate three, oh, yeah. dude. I've, I uh, haven't started it. Though. I've sunk uh, 90 hours, and I haven't gotten past the first act. Damn. Happy birthday, you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, you were thanks. so scared. I was. Thank God, you. it looked like you peed a little. I did. Well, that was before this. <laughs> thanks. Happy birthday, dude. Thanks. I appreciate it. Also, got you a cheesecake. Oh, my goodness. Got you a little cheesecake. Can we all share it? Hey, little I bought plates you know, and forks I... just in case. I'd like to share it with everyone. But I want, right. but I want to sing "Happy Birthday" to you. So one, two, three. Oh, happy birthday to you. <laughs> happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Cody. Happy birthday to you. I've got a weird boner right now. Yeah. That's all your boner. Oh, damn. It's a birthday thing. We're boner bros. Happy birthday. It's a birthday thing. Kind of something that happens on your birthday. Oh, is that that what happens? Yep. Oh, shucks. Did you see the balloon? Space. You're out of this world. (laughs) (laughs) I was last night. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. You're welcome. You're welcome. Well, open the gift. Oh, yeah. yeah. Open the, the fucking first, gift. You please. were like, what's the banter? Are you... This is the banter. Is this the banter? Yeah. <laughs> be... Who opens their gift before the car? Are you like Jehovah's Witness or something? <laughs> <laughs> it was. I know. Oh, you son of a <laughs> Are you supposed to open the card first? I thought You're so. supposed to throw everything away. Yeah. That's not so. And then you keep Jesus. the wrapper and just like roll the wrapper up and like look at it like, mm. Oh, this is sick. Forged? Forged? Dice, uh, yeah, we picked those out. 
I think they're cool. We'll just keep getting you dice until we get one that just that one works. set. Yeah, one set these days. Or I can ruin. I can ruin all the dice. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of too. Actually, when I picked those up, the guy was like, "Do you want? You want to roll them?" I'm like, <clears throat> no, nah, "Nah, I just don't think it's gonna do any good." Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. You're yeah, welcome. Man. Welcome, bud. Superest, awesomest birthday ever. It is. Thanks. That's a kid's birthday card. I picked it out special because you're my sweet baby boy. Well, I, you did turn into my dad yesterday. Yeah, that's my dad. Ooh, that's a weight to it. That's I like all the little crackle effect. They got the eat. heft, and they got like yeah, they're like cracked by uh, the fires Man, and yeah, brimstone by the forgedness and revealing a uh, that fucking red core. It's the deep butthole. The deep butthole of dice. Coming in hot. Yeah. That, nice yeah that, that is sweet. Sick. Thanks, guys. You're most welcome, man. Hopefully they roll better for you, but we all know that's not going to happen. 12. Hey. Hey, that's, that's 10 12? better that's, that's... than you usually roll. <laughs> all right. Well, happy birthday, Cody. Th- thanks We're again. So happy to happy have you. Happy birthday, dude. And uh, you've made it another year. I Here's did. to another year and here's to another year 47 just one more year left just i'm 40 <laughs> 40 now jeez wait time you, flies you're not 40 no, not. yeah no he's not no he's not Could be. okay i'm 37 okay i'm gonna be 37 next month i thought you were already 37 no you got me by a year i thought you no, were 86 87 oh yeah i'm 87. 87 wait a minute how old am i you're Shit. 37 turning 38 yeah oh fuck you got me about a month. I thought I was turning 30. Oh, yeah. So am I oh. just but a wee baby among you? How old are you? 34. I, too, am 34. Oh, Ooh, shit. A couple of wee fucking babies. You still yeah. got time. Wait. Yeah. Remember that? Whenever whenever you tell somebody like yeah. how old you are and you're yeah, like, I'm I 30. feel old, they're like, oh, you're just a youngin. <laughs> you still got time. It's like, I'm only two years younger than you. What the yeah, fuck exactly. are you talking about? That's everybody in construction. Yeah. If they're just a little bit older than yeah. you. Yeah. Wait till you're 39 and then talk to me. Speaking of happy birthdays yeah. and being me. responsible and getting killed for <clears throat> saying something you didn't want to say on accident, it just kind of came out. Let's get to this game. Tron was okay. God damn it, Andy. Last we left. Our heroes descended upon the world of many names, it seems. Elvion 6, Red Sand, and Lorma. Do you guys remember us calling it that? No. Uh, we called it that on a whim because I couldn't remember the name, and then I forgot what we—I forgot that we called it Lorma. Uh, anyways, it's called Red Sand, or Elvion 6. A small planet silhouetted in darkness, infested by the influence of Malzul long ago, leaving it overrun by aberrations and other creatures unknown. You're here to find information. Vilgast claims that the leftover residue from Malzul may have left connections to the Elder Darkness, the Neverbright, and how to destroy it. The temples of Red Sand are connected by a network of tunnels and gateways, and the information that Vilgast has gathered says that the infestation and residue would have seeped deep into places like this. So you ventured forth alongside the Astral Elves, the Crown Sovereign. The people are a force known well across the Aether by many. This sect, known as the Nightshade Contingent, are under the leadership of Ulysses Seraphim, a mysterious figure who introduces himself as the Supreme Commander. Uh, let's see. Um, 
General Civis was the one who conducted an interview with you and made the offer to join them planetside, acknowledging your ability when handling the Neogis on Lucille's vessel. Now you all find yourselves on the planet with a team of six elite Crown Sovereign soldiers walking across a strange lake that feeds a waterfall. And yes, I said walking across because shit just hits different here. As long as you keep moving, you'll stay atop the gelatinous water. Your target, the Black Pyramid, just below the falls, sits ominously as you all approach. But just before you can make your descent, the massive stalagmites emerging from the liquid come alive. They grab one of the elves who is attached to the rest of them by a cable and toss them upward, sending the rest in tow. More stalagmites reveal their razor-sharp maws and writhing tentacles as they peer in your direction, and that is where we pick up. We see the cable attached to the Crown Sovereign Shrike vessel sling upward. We don't hear screaming, but maybe a whoop as from uh, behind a helmet as the crew of elite soldiers are flung into the air. The assailing creature keeps its massive eye on the group with its maw wide open, dripping with sticky saliva in anticipation for its airborne prey. The other two creatures, maybe within 20 feet of each other, on either side of your group, focus their eye on you as their tentacles writhe up from the viscous water, ready to strike. Roll for initiative. Oh, oh boy. I realized something. Stalagmites, from the Greek root stalagma, uh, has connotations to drop. The idea is that a stalagmite is formed by the uh, minerals in, in the water that are falling on the ground and building up from the cave floor. But we're not in a cave. There's no reason why this, why these structures, they couldn't have formed like that. And so that probably should have been our first clue that, wait a minute, what are, what are these? <laughs> but uh, that was our bad. Well, you know what they say. Once you pop, the fun don't stop. And is that what they say? Uh, I they have said that. I've heard a couple of people say that. Okay, before. all right. Maybe not in that order, but those words have been said. I'm gonna draw a line on this. You see that line? Yep. Well. Okay. <laughs> so I want you to arrange yourselves where you think you would be on that cable. I can't remember how we said you guys were marching out, uh, so I didn't put anybody in any specific order I was going to let you do it. I thought we'd actually talked about it, but now I can't remember. I thought there was actually a long-winded discussion about where we were going to be. Yeah, I, I think so, too. I thought there was, too. So I remember maybe Arcos was up front. Yeah, that sounds right. Arcos was up front, and then we had Vilga, uh, Vilgast, I think, behind him, because he was the one that was kind of like going to be explaining stuff. That sounds right. And then I think I was behind Vilgast, and then someone wanted to bring up the rear. I can't remember if it was Cody or... No, no, Cody, you wanted to be in the middle because you wanted to be within range of everybody, I thought. Or I, d- I didn't care. You didn't care? Okay. Well, then... Yeah, just leave me on the back. I'm all right with that. Yeah, I think that makes sense because I think you were... So... Is Vilgast that bald fuck? <laughs> so <laughs> yes. which, which orientation <laughs> is the front, left or right? I think the guys up here are the front. The soldiers, right? Right. Is everyone happy with that? Yeah. Except for Patrick. He's going to be like, I, I want to be somewhere else. Yeah, he's a weenie. I don't mind being wherever I need to be. Hey, I'm Shut a, up, Zakar. I'm a team player. God, you're so whiny. No, no. <laughs> God. All right. Now that you've all arranged yourselves on this uh, cable. Well, you guys aren't attached to it, but uh, the other guys are. Let me move the threats to the GM layer, or to the uh, <laughs> token layer boom sauce. Clear. 
You guys see just beyond the soldiers, you guys see the falls there? Yeah. Yep. There's like a, uh, let's okay. see, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, almost 50 foot opening there where the gelatinous water falls down just below the falls. That huge black pyramid is just below it. So like that liquid is actually kind of drizzling on top. Wait, I just thought about it. Is the water, when it hits, is it just like a bunch of bricks? Like, <laughs> is, it, is it flowing or is it like dripping? Like It's like a slow sludge. Okay. Yeah. Because okay, yeah. I was imagining it, yeah, falling like a bunch of rocks and just pummeling the shit <laughs> out of the structure. It'd probably look more than like an ice flow or something. Yeah. And uh, to your guys' left, you see those three creatures. You can see them. Mm-hmm. They are horrific and uh, very large. Uh, and so let's go down this initiative tracker. What'd you guys get, Ignatius? Uh, 17. 17. Can you, uh, well, I'm just going to give you the benefit because the other guys are in the air. So I'm going to put you at 17.5. Celeste? Um, I rolled a four, but I got advantage. So I rolled again and got a two on the second one. So six total. Six total. I think I've been rolling less on all of these battles. That's okay. There's a couple people below you. Interesting. Uh, let's see. Arcos. 18. 18. Nice. Uh, give me a roll off real quick. Got a 17. Uh, am I adding my modifier? No. Uh, 10. Okay. So Arcos gets an 18. This other thing gets an 18.5. Caspis. Six. Oh, you got to roll off with... Uh... With Celeste. Oh, dang. <laughs> Three. Three. Got to roll oh, off again. Oh, roll what? again. If you guys both get the same thing again, you guys <laughs> both get 20s. I'm saying it now. Nice. 12. Uh, natural one. Oh, damn. Oh. Uh, okay, so 6.5. Failure way to victory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of things going on in this battle, and we start off um, Stalagmite 2. Which one's two? Is it the one in the middle? As I yes. Stalagmite two is going to... Is he going to run up on us? Uh, no. They don't have very good speed. They don't have very good legs. This is unreal. All right, so first tentacle is going to whip out at Caspis. Caspis? Ooh, that's a 13 to hit. Um... It, it's feeling for range at this point, I guess. <laughs> and it, uh, it, go, it, it, it goes wide. You feel like the tentacle lift out of the water like right next to you. And you guys get an idea of like this thing has incredible reach. Uh, another tentacle shoots out towards Celeste. Yeah, I'm rolling garbage. Okay, that's a four, 14. That's a miss. Okay. These things have pretty good to hit too, which is scary. The next one's going for Ignatius. Okay. Actually, I'll just go down the line and be fair. It's going for Zakar. Of course, 19 on the die. Uh, and that's a, de- a definite hit. And this uh, tendril shoots out, grabs Zakar, wraps around him, yeah! squeezes him tight, and then he needs to make a intelligence saving throw. And he fails. And he... <laughs> fuck. He uh, just kind of like... You see his body kind of go a little bit limp. As he's in the in the arm of this tendril, the arms of a tendril. Uh, <laughs> you find some comfort here. <laughs> yes. And it pulls Zakar 
straight towards it and opens its mouth eats and goes to take a bite. And since it's stunned, he wouldn't have even have to roll, right? Stunned, I don't think counts as... I think it still has to make an attack. He'd just have advantage. Okay. A polite little ear, though. I mean, I imagine that's a pretty big mouth. And yeah. just like, I'm just going to take it. There's no way he's not going to miss there. And the stunned so... creature is incapacitated, can't move, and can't speak. Um, or, or, and can speak only falteringly. Uh, the creature automatically fails strength and deck saving throws. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage. Oh, he got advantage, all right. <laughs> oh. yeah, is this still the same one? Yeah, yeah, that is. So, goes to take a bite. Is the car going to be not Patrick? Let's find out. Confusing, and that's where that other guy died. <laughs> and I came in. No, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That is twenty-five points of piercing damage as this Holy thing cow. just rends him with its with its teeth. You hear him just kind of. Ow. Um, let me make a note of that. Zakar is not Patrick. Zakar is dead. <laughs> we could do like a bait and switch where it's like, he thought, but nah, he died. Yeah, you thought. <laughs> you thought wrong. I'm Patrick, There's y'all. only one Patrick in the world. All right. The next tendril. This thing oh has my four attacks. Uh, is going to whip out toward Ignatius. You gotta be fucking shitting me, man. <laughs> of course, when I'm attacking my like the NPCs and shit, I do great, and then I roll the natural too. Oh. Uh, and so that's definitely not a hit. Uh, absurd, absurd. Uh, okay, and then uh, so this other tentacle. I mean, maybe that's just a testament to the might of the keepers as these tentacles whip out. You guys deftly dodge out of the way, even in this uh, sticky water. And Zakar gets pulled in and uh, fucked. (laughs) So that is the end of the stalagmite's turn. The uh, astral elf with the glaive, number two. I'm going to ping him on the map. He's in the air. And so he's actually going to, you see... If anybody's looking, you see him quickly like disconnect himself from the cable, and then he pulls out his glaive and kind of like starts spinning it in a in a cool motion to try to like copter himself down. But uh, <laughs> hell yeah, really, that's the only thing he can do at this point. He's in the air, hold, s- holding his action, spinning his glaive like a the, uh, the release from the tether was a bonus action, and so now it is stalagmite one's turn. This thing is going to move ten feet. And it's going to whip out... Whip on this. All right. This thing. First tendril. Caspus. Here we go. Oop. Out of the box. There we go. That is a 23. That's a hit. Okay. Let's handle that. I need you to make a intelligence saving throw. As this tendril whips out, successfully grapples you. You can feel it kind of squeeze the plates of your armor, and uh, and then you feel these, like, even smaller tendrils start to kind of seep in under the plate. Oh, I don't like that. That's, no. Is it 21? That's a save. Okay. You're good. You, uh, you fight through the sensation, but it pulls you back, wrenches you back toward it, and then goes to take a bite. Which he does, he, it doesn't have advantage now, correct? Because he's only grappled, and he's not stunned? He's not stunned, right? Okay. So, so it would not. So, it would not have advantage. Correct. correct. Okay. All right. Just want to make sure. Uh, well, does a grapple creature? No, it doesn't. No? It doesn't. It just makes his movement zero. Okay. That's why I was curious. Because. All right, and that is only a fourteen to hit. Nice. Oh no! No bite. Pulls you in and just 
overestimates the reel and uh, maybe you get like slammed up against one of the the rocks of its body instead its mouth open nearby you can smell the this uh this horrid like um the sweet wafting smell of salted caramel and vanilla <laughs> yeah that's what you out. got smells like he's making kettle corn in there yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right and then uh celeste the next tendril whips out towards you okay natural one fuck my asshole oh god <laughs> i'll put on the strap okay successfully grapples his own tongue is it me now is it my <clears> turn <throat> whips out and just goes right over your head the next target is ignatius that is a 19 that, uh yeah it's a hit okay make a intelligent saving throw boy i wish i was next to cast pace because that is not one of my good saves um let's see let's, let's give her a let's give her the old go boy i sure am gonna guess that 12 does not do it 12 does not do it and boy you're stunned boy so this thing pulls you in caspus you see your your friend get pulled in close next to you and his body seems limp as this thing pulls it to the mouth that uh seems to be brewing a sweet sticky caramel corn and takes a bite uh, once again rolling like garbage uh, he does have advantage though because I'm stunned so with advantage that's a 27 to Ooh, bite that's uh yeah that's yeah, that's gonna do it alright and here's that bite damage give me the business uh maybe not 22 points of piercing damage with 22 points of uh, fire damage you say 22 points of piercing damage alright alright I'm, st- I'm good I'm strong the next one is it's coming after you Celeste the last one. No, it's not. It is. You're right there. You're closer. Okay. It's not, though. Uh, that is a 20. That's Dirty a mi- 20. That's a miss. All right. That's a hit. And, oh, <laughs> you're a liar. I'm a big-time liar. Uh, make an intelligent saving throw. Roll the two. Mm. Oh, two, two total. Uh, three. Oh, okay. Well, don't but say. But I, I assume rolling a two, I'm not going to get. Okay. You are stunned, cool. and I'm going to uh, roll with advantage using this mimic die provided by one of our uh, friends of the podcast. Uh, you know who you are. A beautiful mimic die with the uh, the gold in the uh, mimic chest. Dope. Roll it twice with advantage. That first was a natural nine, which probably still would hit. Uh, the second is a natural 20. Ooh. Oh. Ocho Cinco. That's not good. Uh, Double damage okay. as this thing reels you in and goes to take a bite. No. Oh my gosh. So just double the dice. Yep. That is 39 points of piercing damage Shit. as this thing pulls you in close and begins raking you across its teeth as it tries to rip shreds of your skin. Doesn't really understand eating so much. <laughs> and I'm down. Wait, you're down? No. Okay. I would be like, what the fuck? I'm well under half, though. Should should we move uh, Celeste over to the party over here? Yes. Mainly because I feel like if we get a second chance for a saving throw, being next to Caspis would be nice. You said that was 29 or 39? 39. 39. That's exactly half my hit points. All right. That's the end of it of that's turn. Arcos. Hey, you uh, you look back and see three of your teammates getting uh, absolutely owned. Later, yeah. So um, 
Arcos is... Because we have to stay moving on this surface, right? Or else we'll start to sink. Yeah, let me read you some rules that I wrote for that. Okay. Unless you're suspended above it. Yeah, we, we figured that out, man. Get a, get a tentacle, man. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> the ground is difficult terrain, and you must move at least five feet per turn to keep from sinking or becoming stuck. You must spend half your movement to perform a DC 10 athletics or acrobatics check to free yourself or sink further. An ally can spend half their movement to perform the same check on you in order to help you. Uh, if you have sunk further, you must spend your whole movement to perform uh, another athletics or acrobatics check to free yourself or become submerged. So there's sunk, sunk further, submerged, and then uh, we'll talk more about that when we get there. All right, you, cool. you got to spend at least half, or you got to spend at least five feet of movement on your turn to keep from sinking. All right. And the ground is difficult terrain. All right, so check this out. Okay. Uh, I'm going to uh, use a bonus action to take the dash action. And since I have mobile, difficult terrain does not affect me. Excellent. Nice. So um, what Arcos is going to do is he's going to move 40 feet down to this rock. And he is going to pull out that short bow that he got from the, uh, the Crown Sovereign. Okay. And he is going to fire... As you pull that short bow out, a, a haze of, of glow kind of forms along the shaft. Hell yeah. Uh, and as you run away from Vilgas, he says, Don't leave me here, you bitch! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Try to keep up, you old piece of shit. And yeah, so I can't cast... I can't use any more bonus actions. So I'm just going to roll to hit. Um, I got people up there with it. Yes, he would have sneak attack. Yeah, no advantage, right? Just sneak attack. Yeah, no advantage. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna take a shot. Uh, that is a uh, fifteen to hit. That's not a hit. Okay, and he gets one more. Arrow just flies right over it. Nope, Sh- even worse. Shoot Celeste. <laughs> Arrow goes right by. Yeah, just a little too far. Yeah, maybe it's hard to range with a short bow. You know. Yeah, yeah. Ar- Arcos hasn't used a, a short bow in a bit. So he's trying to trying to get his bearings right, but he's going to center himself. He's going to drop down to one knee and uh, he's going to it out for a minute. Yep, he's going to tebow it out for a minute. No one's tebowed in a long time. At the end of your turn. Yep, he's he's getting ready to take another shot at these guys. All right, and Ignatius, that is your turn. Oh, uh, so you are stunned, right? Which means uh, you're incapacitated, and I cannot take actions, uh, and I can't take reactions. But, I can't, hold on, let me look. Yeah, stunned creatures in capacity can't move. Uh, stunned until the grapple ends. So I can't take, uh, so incapacitated means I cannot take actions or reactions, but it doesn't say anything about bonus actions, right? Let me, let me pull it back up. I say this as if I have a grand plan, but I don't now. I'm just kind of like floundering looking for things <laughs> in my repertoire. No, no, it's good. It's well, good. It, it also says you're incapacitated. Right, right, incapacitated. Oh, can't take is. actions or reactions. Yeah. But if, say, for instance, I had Misty Step, which I don't, uh, <laughs> I could have done something with that. But let's let's just look through and see which one of these says bonus action next to it. How about that? Ah, and give someone bardic inspiration. So as I die, I can help someone else look a little cooler. Um, actually, <laughs> how would you give bardic inspiration? <laughs> <laughs> So it says you can speak falteringly, right? You can only speak... F- yes. What does that mean for spellcasting in your... Because it doesn't specifically say you can't speak. Does it mean you cannot cast spells that require a verbal component? 
If it has a casting time of one action, you cannot take actions. It's a bonus action. Though, so, it's... Ah, so the question would be, if you're incapacitated, can you use bonus actions? Can you use bonus action spells? You cannot. Being deprived of your actions from being incapacitated deprives you also of bonus actions. It's just a weird way to, wouldn't it? It should just say that, you know, like, also bonus actions. That's weird. Yeah. It's weird that they don't say that, but... All right. You choose to take a bonus action during your turn unless the bonus action's timing is specified, and anything that deprives you of your ability to take actions also prevents you from taking a bonus action. Yeah. Okay. So then, yeah, that's that's going to be my turn. I can't I can't do anything. I can speak falteringly, so... <laughs> so somebody else would have to help you be not grappled. Uh, yes. Someone else would have to, um... <laughs> All right. Here we go. Shit's getting real. That's the end of Ignatius' turn. You see one of the astral elves with a bow. You see him release himself from the tether as a bonus action. And then you see he activates these, like, wings that look like crescent moonbeams on his back. And he takes flight and then, like, looks over at you guys and then starts to make his way towards where you guys are at. Thought he was going to be like, later, losers. <laughs> uh, and that is this guy. Put a little blue dot on him just to indicate. And so his bonus action to release and then uh, his action to kind of like using a- an item that he has. Okay. So he technically could move still. Mm-hmm. Gets up next to Vilgast. He's kind of uh, flying over Vilgast right now. Okay. Astral Elf 1 with the bow is actually Captain Elric. Mm. And so Captain Elric does the same thing, releases, and then turns these uh, these wings on. Put a, a little dot on him, and then flies. 5, 10, 20, 25, 30. Gets up. They're coming to aid. Coming to your aid. Astro Elf, the glaive number one, releases and just drops to the ground. That's the end of his turn. Glaive three does the same. Astral number three with the bow, that's this guy. He's going to release and then begin flying towards you guys. Okay. Stalagmite three is going to see the one that is dropped to the ground, and it's going to focus all of its attention on those three guys. So let me just roll some attacks. First attack is a miss. Second attack is a hit. That guy will make a wisdom sa- or an intelligence saving throw. There's a fail, so he is now stunned. He gets pulled in close and attacked with advantage. That is a hit and takes 23 points of damage. And then the third tentacle is going towards the other one with the glaive. He's still back there. Glaive number one, that's a hit. He's making an intelligence saving throw. That is a success. Oh. Uh, So he's just grappled. He gets pulled in. No advantage on the attack. And that's a miss. So this thing, too busy gnawing on his friend, uh, can't get his mouth on that guy. And so gross. the third tentacle is going to go at uh, the one that he missed at, the first attack. Oops, out of the box. That is a hit. He's going to make that intelligent saving throw. That is a save, so gets just gets pulled in. Uh, and that is a miss. So that's the end of all those turns there. Stalagmite 3... Caspis, it is your turn. Is there a way I could potentially level an attack, specifically the tentacle that's holding on to Ignatius? You're not stunned, right? Yeah, no. But 
She no, is no. also grappled as well. You Don't worry about me. I have two attacks. Okay. It'll damage it all the same. So. Yeah, you can still attack. If I attack the tentacles that are holding my friends, can I damage it to the point where like, I could potentially like sever it? Hmm. That's not what it says, but I kind of like... One second. Maybe you could have it make like a, a grapple check. There is a there is an AC and hit points for each one. So oh. yeah, you could. Interesting. For the tentacles? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. But this is, these would be attacks resolved without advantage. So I'll uh, resolve these attacks without Great Weapon Master, just because you know, at this point, probably not uh, wise. All right. Uh, first attack, I am going to level at the uh, tentacle holding on to Ignatius. Critical fail. Oh, no. Okay, so trying to... It's a little bit weird uh, attacking without physically holding your weapon to begin with, so uh, being uh, held aloft, it's sort of yep. odd-orienting myself in space with it, but... The tentacle, I imagine, is kind of whipping around. Um, and that just frustrates him, and uh, and he's having a hard time holding on to his combat acumen at that point. Behind his uh, his mass, his teeth grit as he tries to to fight against the the rage that's consuming him, and he can't help it. And he he lashes out at the same tentacle this time with Great Weapon Master, so with even less acumen at this point, but really trying to just drive that that thing home. So uh, that is a eleven to hit. Eleven to hit is not going to do it. So he whiffs with both attacks, and the sword that's kind of floating behind him is just not orienting it properly, and it's his spatial awareness is just off with it, and he can't seem to quite get in an attack at the smaller target of, yeah. the, of the tentacles. I imagine it kind of like when you Great Weapon Master attack, as opposed to the other one, it kind of flares up, you know, with a... Some sort of energy, I don't know. Just yeah, there's a lot less nimble, you know, articulation on where it is that you're trying to place your strike, but it, you know, slices that empty air with with fury, <laughs> uh, and that's his, that's his whole turn. All right, trying to make any kind of purchase, you uh, make your attacks, but they just don't quite cut it. Celeste, yeah, what what's up? Uh, you may do nothing. end my turn. Yeah. Oh shoot! Unless you've. Oh, wait, no, yeah, we determined you couldn't do that either. Yeah. I do have uh, a bonus action I forgot that I can use. What would you like to do? I was going to uh, apply Hexblade's Curse to it. Okay, to the creature or to the tentacle? Put it on the creature. Yeah. Okay. All right. I was thinking the tentacles I'm imagining will have less health, so. Uh, Celeste, you're going to end your turn. End it all. Zakar, uh, he was stunned, so yes. he's going to end his turn as well. And he took 25 points of damage rough. Things are looking rough. Zakar, or I mean Vilgast, is the last on the menu here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> looks and like Vilgast back on the menu. Looks like, <laughs> Mil, looks like Millhouse is back on the menu Gast, right? <laughs> yeah, I remember that thing. <laughs> Alright, so Vilgast is going to move up. Actually, maybe not. He's going to cast uh, Milf's Acid Arrow. Milf (laughs) Milf's acid arrow Wait is that just acid arrow? They have like uh, A lot of them that just They have a name but it doesn't actually change anything I don't know why Okay I got it But he's casting it at a third level So that would be Let me roll to attack first That's a hit 
I didn't even. Fuck, I'm so sorry. I didn't even say who he was uh, attacking. So he's attacking the tentacle that's holding Zakar. He reaches into his cloak, pulls out these two vials, and just kind of smashes them in his hand. You see this green wisp kind of float around his hands, and then he shoots it out like a Hadouken, and these two uh, arrows just kind of straight towards the tentacle, and it hits, and he deals 11 points of damage. And so the tentacle, it starts to loosens its grip and starts to shrivel up and curl into itself and pull back as the car just kind of drops to the ground, uh, ending his stunned so he could technically get back up on his turn. So does Arco see him getting up like you see him his own volition you see him kind of like lift his head a little bit like he's been uh awoken out of that that uh that state okay don't worry about me i'm just a piece of shit Uh, don't don't worry about me please don't (laughs) worry about we weren't (laughs) he's sinking (laughs) wait maybe worry a little (laughs) hey come back uh and that's the sr fuck man that's the end of round one round two stalagmite two is oh baby, gonna <laughs> grab the car. <laughs> Grabs right the car again. Uh, I think this time it's going to see the elves flying. It's gonna whip out at Captain Elric. Whip on this, and that's a miss with the tentacle. So when it loses a, te- a tentacle, is that attack gone, or does it regenerate tentacles? Yeah, it can regenerate. Yeah, it can regenerate. So that tentacle pulls into itself. You see another start to writhe up out of the the pool that first tentacle shoots out whips at captain elric and he kind of dodges out of the way the next one is gonna go for zakar again and try to pick him up natural seven uh, and that's a miss and then the next one is gonna go for vilgast and the other elf just beyond him so for vilgast ooh, that's a hit vilgast will make that intelligence check maybe he'll make that uh and he does okay so he just gets grappled, pulled in, and uh, the attack still a hit, and so he takes... Did he pass his save? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. Yep. Uh, so that's 21 points of piercing damage yeah. to Vilgast. So, yeah, so he shoots out those arrows, freeing Zakar, and then that other tentacle whips out, grabs him right as right after he does that. Pulls him in close and takes a bite. The other one goes for the flying elf just behind Captain Elric. Gets him. That guy will roll the save and passes. And so he get, just gets pulled in, attacked with a natural 19, taking. Ooh, fuck. A lot of damage. 28 points of piercing damage. Wow. Okay. But he's not uh, stunned. Nobody in front of that guy is stunned. Yeah. yeah. They're all... They're all good, and Zakar is still on his feet. Yeah, he was not grappled. Okay. All right. Astral with the glaive, number two. They're all grappled. I believe they're all stunned. Did you do... Uh, hmm. What's that? Uh, I, I, f- I just felt like a, st- a stalagmite one went before them. Yeah, it did. Uh, he goes next. Okay, never mind. A- after this guy. Uh, but I think, they're, I think all three of these guys are stunned, right? Yeah. I, I think... Yeah. I think they got they got kind of fucked over. Yeah, I can't recall now, so I'm gonna assume they're stunned, All right. which is pretty shitty. Uh, and so stalagmite one will go next. It has all three of you in its grip. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I made a mistake. What? 
it sounds like they can make those tendril attacks. They can reel in, but they can only make one bite attack okay. per turn. That's how I'm reading it, so that's how I'm going to do it. And since it has three of you grappled, I feel like it's got its hands full with you guys right now. It's just going to try and bite uh, one of you. So who's it going to be? So there's, I will say that there's two of us that are stunned and one of us that isn't. Would that change its calculus? Probably. We'll probably go for one of you that's stunned. Okay. So that'd be either uh, Celeste or Ignatius. Bring it. I got one more hit in me. I got at least maybe two. Depending. I, got, I got maybe one. So one, two, three, four, five, six. Ignatius. Oh, I was going to say. It's got to be Cody. I was hoping. <laughs> we were hoping. We were hoping. Yep. Uh, and so it's going to make that attack on you. That is a 27 to hit. That's the same same hit, yeah. That's the same? No, you, ro- you rolled a 27, I think, the last time. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, no, it hits. Okay. And deals 26 points of piercing damage. A plate full of damage. 26 points of plating damage. All right. I'm good. As it takes a big bite out of your side, your organs fall out. I don't need those. Those are dead weight <laughs> holding me back. It's always weird trying to describe how a massive creature Yeah, just gingerly hurts. It's like it just deals, uh, you know, it takes what? one tooth and sticks it into you like what? a dagger. A say, what I would imagine is it's just like flailing its tentacles around and it's like gnashing its teeth and maybe it like clips, you know, kind of like it's just, it's it's more chaos than you're, you're like, you know, like when a shark is kind of like, you know, lashing out and biting yeah. at you, it just kind of like catches catches you with like, it's not biting you in half, but it gets a chunk of you and then it releases kind of thing. I don't know. When does the uh, the stunned effect end? Uh, when the grapple ends. Oh, okay. So we done fucked. Uh, For now. Yeah, that, that hit would have taken, taken me down to like two hit points. Yeah, uh, Arco sees Nace get bit and he uh, uses a bonus action for steady aim. Um, about that. And he he draws the arrow back, catches his breath, and then he releases. And is he shooting at a tentacle? Or? Yes, he's shooting at the tentacle that has n- nace. Kay. What's the range on that? It is eighty feet. Okay. Yeah, see so you good. Wow! Wow, that was real bad. Sixteen <laughs> for a tentacle. Not gonna do it. Really? <laughs> arrow goes by. He takes another shot. No advantage this time. There, there we go. go. Natty 17 for a 24 to hit. That will hit. Okay. And he unleashes. You would get sneak attack, right? Yeah, I'm going to have to use it too. I'm handling my plums underneath the desk here. A concerning <laughs> statement. Uh, so 19 points of damage to the tentacle that has Nace. Nice. It connects and releases Ignatius as it just kind of shrivels up, pulls back into its body, uh, yet you see another such a writhe up. And he uh, he notches another arrow and gets ready to, to unleash another shot for the tentacle holding Celeste. And that ends his turn. Ignatius, you feel your body hit the ground. And uh, you kind of come to, and you're able to feel like feel the sensations come back to your muscles. What do you do? All right. So Ignatius will is am I prone? Yes. Okay. So I will use half my movement to stand up, and it is difficult terrain. You said right? Yes. All right. So yeah, he uses half his, his movement to stand up, and as he's rising, he's pretty beat up, but he uh, he draws out his sword and 
ignites it with flame as a bonus action, and then he is going to use the remainder of his movement to move in front of it between, he's going to kind of like weave between the uh, tendrils, and he's going to bring the sword across the one that is holding for one of his attacks on uh, Celeste to try to get her out of the uh, out of the grapple. All right. And then, yeah, there's no way you can really get advantage because I don't have a, an idea of where the tentacle actually is. So just going to attack normal. So 18 to hit. 18 is not a hit. Really? Yeah. On the tentacle. Oh, I'm sorry. On, on the, yes. Okay. On the tentacle. Yes, that's a hit. Oh, thank Ooh, God. That's, uh, that's a... <laughs> Oh, man. Okay. Okay. But still, that's concerning that an 18 isn't a hit in general. All right. So that is... You You actually, you feel like whatever the stone carapace is surrounding this tentacle, you feel your sword just cut through Oof. it. How much damage? So that's... Wow. I finally rolled pretty good damage on that. That's seven slashing magical damage, and we have seven points of fire damage. Oh, wait. Uh, sorry. Seven plus five. So 12 points of uh, physical slashing damage and then seven points of fire damage. It cuts right through. You see fire sizzle up on either end of the of the uh, severed tentacle. And Celeste, you feel your body hit the water. Uh, groundwater. Groundwater. And is that the end of Ignatius' uh, turn? He is then going to spin with his sword and take a... Do uh, you have any more movement left? I don't think so, because I use 15. I have 5 feet, yeah, so I can't. I had to use 10 feet to move and then 15 feet to stand up. So, But he is going to... He's actually going to... Because you're not stunned, right? So technically, you're actually in a better place being held by this thing, because it's not technically affecting your attacks. I'm not sure how it's able to bite if it doesn't have you grappled. That's a good point. So yeah, I'm going to take a shot at... Uh, at Caspus's uh, tentacle as well. Okay. With a second attack. 19 to hit. 19 is a hit. Yeah. So let's see what we got. Does the damage matter to separate or for fire? And... Uh, it does not. Okay, then I'm just going to roll it all together and okay. calculate. Okay. That's, uh, exactly the same damage. So that was... <laughs> so, so 18. 18 points of damage. Uh, and then you just bring the sword back around, do the same thing. Slice uh, Caspus down. Caspus, you hit the ground with a thud. And maybe you feel like your body start to sink a little bit as you start to kind of struggle to get back up. We have to move... Five feet. On your turn. On your turn. So I'm not like... You're not actually sinking. I'm just... Okay. For, fl- for Flav. Yeah. Got it. Flav of Flav. Uh, and is that the end of Ignatius's turn? Uh, yes. Okay. Here we go. Bowman 2 is grappled, uh, so he is stunned. He can't do anything. Astral Bow 1 is Captain Elric. He's going to uh, he's going to yell out to you guys and say, Do you need assistance? I can come grab you and bring you away from that area. No, we're good. <laughs> All right. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so then he's going to actually level his attacks. He's going to pull back while he's flying in the air with these moonbeam wings. Pulls out a silver bow and just takes two arrows at the uh, the tentacle holding the uh, one who's grappled with Zakar and Vilgast. Uh, first arrow flies right by. Second arrow is a hit and it just sinks into the tentacle and uh, you see like a small explosion of, of moonbeam light kind of ignite on that tentacle as it writhes back and that guy 
his uh, the wings that he had kind of kind of phase out, and he falls to the ground. So he doesn't have his wings activated anymore. Uh, and then that's the end of his turn. The glaive, those guys are all fucked. Uh, those guys would have went next. Astral guy with the bow three. He's going to fly up, grab Astral Elf bow, Bowman two, and pull him back. Is he going to have to fight with the grapple? He he was released. Oh, okay. He was released. I see. Yeah. Yep. So he pulls him back like 10 feet. Nice. Okay. And then the Stalagmite 3 is going to, with all his snacks in hand, he's going to go ahead and take a bite out of one of them. We'll say number 3. Unbelievable. Oh, wait, because they're all, they're all stunned, so that would have had advantage. Unbelievable. Two number 2s in a row. Okay. He misses. He's just got so many things in his hands he can't... Why can't I hold all these limes? Further dampering their day. Caspis, it is your turn. Okay, um, is this considered uh, diff- difficult terrain? Yeah. That halves our speed? So, no, well, standing up, have, you, you use half your movement to stand up. You said it takes half your speed to stand up? Yeah. Half your speed mm-hmm. to stand so up. So, if you have 15, if you're 20, uh, usually it's 15 feet because you have 30, so... It's actually really annoying if you have a ton of movement because it's like, oh man, it takes the monk a hundred, you know, fifty feet to stand up. All right. Well, I'm gonna, I guess, set you up for next turn. Try to anyway. Maybe being freed from the tentacle probably would have allowed him to regain some degree of tactical acumen, so he will gain control of his collar again and uh, attempt to uh, make a measured strike without the aid of uh, great weapon master feet. Missing again, he readies himself for another strike and rolls a 19. And that's a crit, right? Yep. Oh, nice. Because he has Hexblade's curse on the creature. The attack resolves with a critical strike. Awesome. Um, This isn't as bad as it sounds, though, because it doesn't have the plus 10 naturally riding on it. But one thing that is interesting is you still have your bonus action, correct? Yeah. And... Because of Great Weapon Master, if you crit, you get an extra bonus action attack. So That's te- true, yeah. Technically, you got a you got a third attack coming. Good to note. All right. So yeah, this I've, I don't know if I've ever hit something without Great Weapon Master. So this might take me a second to resolve the actual. I think it should be, if I'm calculating it correct, I think it should be a, a total of seventeen with with Hexblade's curse on him. Yeah, because it's a plus four to damage. Yep, plus so. four, plus three from the weapon, and then a plus ten from your charisma twice. So. Okay, so we've got a 17 flat, mm-hmm. and because it's a crit... You would roll the... the 2d6? Uh, twice, yes. So it'd be 4d6, uh, and then if you do smite, it would roll those double as well. Yeah, and he's going to be coming out with a second level smite. Okay. So... So we've got uh, 19 damage, plus 17. That's 36. And then we have 3d8 for a level 2 smite. So it's a six total you're going to be rolling here. Okay. I'm, I'm adding it up. Okay, see. Uh, 22. Okay. And 30. So 66 total damage. Yeah. So missing and missing and missing again. He finally manages to center the attack and catches his range. Breathes in, controlling himself with everything he has, even though the voice inside his helm is screaming for murder. He finally draws a beat on this thing and drops the hammer, so to speak, <laughs> dealing 30 radiant, uh, 36 six. Six, uh, physical, it was a slashing damage. Okay, big damage. 
and then he has a uh, another attack. Yep, for the bonus action from the crit. This one, he, uh, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna try to uh, use the window that he's opened up there, and I know that. Mechanically speaking, he doesn't have an advantage of doing this, but he feels like having struck this thing, he might try to follow up with the most nasty hit he can, knowing that he is going to be taking a, a pretty severe penalty to his uh, to his attack roll for this. Yeah, he, uh, he readies up with Great Weapon Master. Damn it! And that's uh, that's a failure. It's uh, would have been resolved at a twelve. Okay. Great Still damage. a great turn, dealing some serious damage to that stalagmite. As the uh, the smite explodes on it, it, it does seem to uh, have a little bit more effect on it than you had initially thought. And unfortunately, yeah, that last attack just doesn't connect, and, it's, and that's the end of Caspus's turn. Yeah, I used all my movement, all of I used my bonus and my both my attacks. Okay, Celeste, you hit the ground and you're able to get up with half your movement. Well, maybe. Um... I'd like to think that before she hits the ground or this watery floor, you see it kind of bubble a little bit. And uh, she, maybe like within an inch, she floats right above the uh, floor and I cast Step of the Night. Oh, nice. Is that, is that a reaction? It's a bonus action. I'm Be- just doing it for flavor. I mean, if you want her to hit the jello floor, she can. No, that's good. I'm still going to take the, you know, half movement to get up and everything. Okay. I just thought it'd be kind of it cool. is cool. It it's, is cool. It's I'm not. It. It's good. not. It's because I said it. Um, and then, you know, half movement to stand up. And um, she sees everything going on around her. And as an action, I cast my Twilight Sanctuary. And that bubbling from the uh, gooey floor uh, starts to swirl around her. And you see the uh, that bullshit that uh, you've all seen before. So I've got that 60-foot sphere centered around me, and I will fly away. All right. So that should be able to get most everybody. And I don't have uh, difficult terrain or anything since I'm flying. That's Twilight Sanctuary? Yeah. So anybody who ends their turn that I allow can uh, get some temporary hit points. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And the uh, temporary hit points is 1d6 plus 9. Nice. So, and I end my turn there. So you catch yourself before falling to the ground, position yourself between the two stalagmites that are assailing your party, mm-hmm. and uh, cast Twilight Sanctuary. I like it. Very good. And you end your turn. Zakar will strike out at the tentacle holding Vilgast. I got this. I don't got this. Fuck. Second attack. There we go. Natural 20. Nice. Okay. So he makes that attack and just severs it. Uh, Zakar drops to the ground. And as. Yeah, Vilgas drops to the ground and Zakar is getting uh, flailed around by this other tentacle. Vilgast is going to. Did he uh, take temporary hit points? 1d6 plus 9. 1d6 plus 9 for uh, Zakar. Zakar. That's 12. Okay. And then Vilgast will do the same thing. Grab some more of those vials, smash them in his hand, shoot him at the tentacle holding uh, Zakar, and it's a definite hit and does not do enough to free Zakar. What are you doing? 
free me! <laughs> and uh, and that is the end of round two. Did he uh, did he get uh, hit points? Temporary hit points? Oh yeah, because he ended his turn. That's uh, eleven. Nice. So we have the stalagmites. One has been assailed by Caspis with a, a massive crit, and then looks like everybody is back on their feet. But still not out of the uh, out of the fire, as they say. Uh, as we're still facing off against these massive, horrific aberrations, posing a significant threat to the group, you all hear Captain Elric call out to his team as he scans the combat zone and says, "Retrieve our men and regroup at the target structure. Move!" And until next time. Well, wait. That's, uh, wait. Wait. Until next Until time. Until next That's time. Everything, where this everything's is a mimic. everything's a mimic. Damn. I didn't know what I said there at first. I Me was either. like, until... I, I was don't like, know what I was And until next time. That's a rap. That's... Until next time, we're all famous rappers. Hey, everyone. Thank you all so much for listening. We truly appreciate it. Your support means the world to us. But there's one thing we appreciate even more, and that's your money. So if you like what you hear, please check out our Patreon. Mold it over. Well, because for the famous people one, I thought about it. I, pro- I was I would have probably changed it to Henry Cavill if I thought it because he seems like he's a cool guy. I'd like to I'd like to to meet him. I'm gonna think of all kinds of things that I'd be tempted to hoard now uh, yeah. after this. But you I said think... uh, Henry Cavill, and I was just thinking about the Dragon Horde thing and like hoarding Henry Cavill characters. Yeah, Superman. How would you do that? Does only one Henry Cavill? That uh, the guy from James Bond, the mustache, mustache guy. Yeah. That was a slick mustache, though, man. He looked great yep. with yeah. that mustache. Looks even better on Superman. <laughs> <laughs> CGI yeah. it off his lip. <laughs> yep. That is hysterical to me. That that's what we're using CGI for, so Henry Cavill can keep his mustache for James Bond while he's a more doing. Important role. Once they stop, the fun don't pop. <laughs> Once popped, the fun pops. Corn pop was a bad dude. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Joe Biden losing his mind. <laughs> Ran with some, with Ran some bad boys. With a bunch of bad boys. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. Tupac Zakar. <laughs> yeah. That's good. I like that a lot. You see a big old eye and some tentacles. See. Or don't see more like. <laughs> Where's he at? They ain't got numbers neither. Hachoo! I bless you. You just said hachoo. Like a cartoon sneeze. Uh, Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) Did your nose come everywhere? My nose just came. Man, I might just streamline and just do like, for these guys, just do like the thing. The average. Oh, I thought you were going to say do like the thing and make (laughs) them a whole one. Homogenous lump of flesh. Uh... Well, all right. Sorry. I'm just vibing on these sick beats.